Yo, today's QOT is, I wish you would have worked a little harder. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Patrick, Bet, David back on the show. It's probably been a year since we had Patrick on the show. Today, he's bringing some really, really good stuff. He's talking about working a little harder. Not just working a little harder. F that. Working a lot harder. You know, you don't want to get to the end of your life where you're like, I shouldn't have watched so much Netflix. You know, I shouldn't have spent... 53 minutes a day, which is the average, scrolling through Instagram. I shouldn't have been talking about how I didn't have time to do the things that were really important when I had time for all this lower nature stuff that didn't even really matter. So it's like right now you get to make the decision what you're going to do and who you're going to be. I'm not I'm not sure if I've said it here on the show before, but I've definitely talked about it in my classes and on social media. You want to put your decisions, your habits, your behaviors through a filter of your future self to always be asking yourself with the future version of me, that outstanding person that I know I can become, would that person make this decision? How would that person decide? What would that person be doing? Would it be wasting time or she wasting time watching Netflix? It's, it's fine to watch Netflix. I feel like I, I'm like ranting about this all the time. But, but it's fine to watch Netflix. That's all good. But when you're watching it all day, every day, that might not be a good idea. Because I guarantee you will look back one day and you'll say, I could have. I would have. I could have. I should have. But you didn't because you were too busy watching streaming shows. You know, you were too busy scrolling through your phone and comparing your life to other people's lives. Like, that's not the way to live. You want to get stuff done. You want to make your life better. You want to make somebody else's life better. You want to make your family's life better. You want this thing to count, you know? Before we get to Patrick, a quick word from our sponsor. A couple weeks ago, I told you about Athletic Greens. That's the tasty green drink I have every day as part of my morning routine to make sure I'm getting the nutrients I need to feel good and to get stuff done. Because like I said last time, you don't want to trade your health for your wealth. That is never a good idea, my friends, especially when you can have both. So not only is Athletic Greens delicious, but it contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic for your digestion, and a green superfood blend and more. If you're not quite sure if you're getting everything you need through your daily diet, Athletic Greens is the perfect way to feel certain that you are without 
taking a handful of supplements. It's quick, it's easy, and like I said, it is really delicious. Right now, since you're a loyal QOD listener, Athletic Greens is hooking you up with some extra immune support for all of 2021. They're offering you a free one-year supply of vitamin D, as well as five free travel packs of Athletic Greens with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash QOD to get started today. That is athleticgreens.com slash Q-O-D. Here's Patrick. You know, many, many years ago, I started studying everybody and find out who to work with, who not to work with. I found out the most difficult people to work with, who will never be satisfied, they are the most unhappiest people I've ever met in my life, are extremely ambitious, lazy people. Let me say this one more time. Ambitious. They want to change the world. They want to be somebody so bad. They're so competitive. They feel they're watching this right now saying, I should be on the stage, man. I will kill it if I'm on the stage. But when they leave and I give you a challenge tonight, they don't do none of it. They just go to bed or they go drink and they do nothing. When they go and leave this place, they don't run an appointment. They're late to phone zone, late to BOM, late to a conference call, late to everything. You're ambitious, you want to change the world, but you're secretly so lazy. Terrible combination, because you're miserable. Because you know you think bigger than everybody else, but you're not willing to work when the cameras are off. This is not work here, this is a show. Work happens when you leave this event tomorrow night. That's when the work really starts. So Pat, I don't understand, what are you saying to me here? Let me paint a picture, picture to you. In the next, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years, some of you guys who have kids, some of you guys don't have kids. The levels of respect also happen with parenting and kids. Here's how it goes. There's not a kid that doesn't love their parents. There's not. No kid's not gonna love their parents. But there's levels to parenting. There's kids who look at their parents this way. They look at them like, oh my gosh, my dad's my hero. That's how Luke looks at Jose. Oh my gosh, man, it's my hero. I won't be like my dad when I grow up. I love my mom so much, man, she's so amazing. And they look up at their parents and it's such a priceless feeling, but you can't buy that and force your kids to respect you. Because if you don't, 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, you're gonna have a conversation like this with one of your kids. One of your kids is gonna come one day and they're gonna just be secretly holding on to so much baggage of you that they haven't told you in your face yet. And one day you're gonna say the smallest thing, they're gonna snap at you. You're gonna make a comment about money. Your know, life is not all about money. They're gonna say, Mom, I am so sick and tired of your bullshit. I watched you for years. You watch novellas every freaking day. You bitched about every one of our relatives who made money. You complain about every single person. I watched you over and over and over again acting like a victim. I'm so sick of your crap. I wish you would have watched fewer movies and fewer shows and all these Netflix. I wish you would have worked a little bit more rather than coming home every day at five o'clock. And I wish, Dad, you would have worked a little bit harder. If you would have worked a little bit harder, I could 
could have been a doctor today. I wish you would have worked a little harder. Every day you came home at five o'clock, you sat on the bench, you sat on the couch, you got your remote, you changed your channels, you had a beer, a second one, a third one, a sixth one, you were drunk, then you went to sleep. You didn't even play with us. You were so lazy. All you cared about was the Lakers. I'm sick of your bullshit, Dad. You're full of it, you're so lazy. That conversation's gonna be had. By the way, watch my next question. How many of you guys have had a conversation with your parents at one point like that? Raise your hand. I've had it. Anybody's had it? It's a tough conversation to have. You've said some of that stuff to your mom and dad. They don't like it. You know what happens in that moment? Here's what happens in that moment. In that moment when that conversation's had, when they're speaking at you, for a moment, you're not gonna be in the room. You're gonna disappear. You're physically there, you're not emotionally there. You're gonna disappear. And you know where you're gonna go to? Let me tell you where you're gonna go to. In your mind, you're gonna go to, why the hell did you watch those 4,000 TV shows, man? That's 4,000 hours you could have put into a business. Why the hell did you hang out with that cousin of yours that complained all the damn time? Why did you always hang out with that negative friend? Every day you came home, every single one of your bosses, you blamed all of them. In that moment, you're gonna be thinking, but you're not gonna tell your kids. In that moment, your spirit's gonna age 10 years. It's gonna hurt a lot. Because you're just gonna come back 10, 15, 20 years. And that pain is worse than Tyson punching you in the face. Worse pain, because that lasts. That stays, stays right here. That visual stays right here. And he, man, I don't want my kids to talk to me like that. But sometimes it's too late. You may be 73 years old at the time. You may be 68 years old at the time. What are you gonna do now? See, for a lot of you guys here that are attending this event, some of you guys here for the first time, I met a lot of people, I took a lot of pictures, I enjoy meeting every single one of you guys. But the biggest thing about tonight is the following. Why am I telling you this story? Tico, can we turn on that picture? I just wanna turn your attention to this picture here. Watch this picture here. This reminds me of Gaetan. Conor McGregor just posted this picture today. You know what's crazy about this picture? The top picture, that's Conor McGregor. Doesn't even look like the guy. That's in 2008. No one in the world knows who's Conor McGregor. Nobody does. And he's taking a picture with who? Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell. In the bottom, it's 2020. Conor McGregor, everybody knows who he is. Guess who's in the audience? Chuck Liddell. Tables have turned. Conor McGregor went from a fanboy to the face of the world for MMA. I'm showing this picture to you because your theme here is what? MMA. You know how bad he wanted that kind of respect? You know how bad he wanted to be able to walk like this where everybody walks like this and imitates him? You know how bad he wanted that? You know how bad he wanted that? You don't think he thought about that 24-7? You don't think he trained for it over and over and over again? You don't think him and his girl sacrificed everything? You don't think he did? Of course he did. They asked him a question, what's the biggest thing that's changed with you? Did you guys hear what he said recently? He said, if LeBron James can put a million and a half dollars into his body and his mind, and if I do the same, I don't even know how big I'm gonna get and how good I'm gonna get. I finally learned what it is to be a student. How about you here? You're in the audience. You're watching Hector and Erica speak. Million dollar earner. You watch Ricky host. You watch Gaetan over here. By the way, I'm the guy sitting over there taking pictures of Gaetan. And Gaetan's up here to Connor. I'm the one taking videos of Hector. 
Erica. I'm the one taking pictures of Ricky and Erica. I'm the one taking pictures of Wendy Munoz. What happened here? I'm sending a video to Alejandro. Alejandro and Yana are dancing. It's like such a beautiful show just watching these guys, how happy they are, watching them dance. Foreign Christian walking up, speaking, and they're dancing all over the place. It's a beautiful thing, man. But this right here tells so many stories. This right here tells so many stories. Look, tonight, here's what's going to happen, just so you know this. Everybody heard the same message. There is half the room that all you're thinking about is your pillow right now. That's all you're thinking about. There's about 20% of you guys that want to go slap and make some noise for your neighbors. Like, that's the story that stuck with you. Babe, I can't wait to leave. That's all I care about right now. But let me tell you, there's about 10% of the room here that you didn't just come to this event to have a drink and network and meet another girl or a guy or any of that stuff. You came here from, Arizona, from LA or whatever other place and you invested time and sacrificed your money because you kind of want to do something big with your life. And you're hoping you find something. You know, Gaetan said something in the opening. He said, we're just regular people, man. Look at their eyes. Eyes never lie. Look at Ricky, man. He's just talking. Here's who I am. He's just telling the story. Look at Alejandro and his tears. Hector, I've seen him cry twice. Once was this, one was a special moment Hector and I had together. About a month and a half ago, two months ago. He knows what it is. I love it. Fires me up. But that's why you're here for. You're not here just because of insurance or some of this stuff. You're here because you want this to happen to you. You're here because you want your wife to look at you like this. You want your kids to look at you like this. You want your husband to lay in the bed next to you saying, man, I married a real G. My wife, this is a tough cookie right here. I'm not gonna find somebody like this. Husband may not tell you this, but deep down inside, I don't know if another woman can deal with me. It's a legit woman I married right there. And she's gonna lay next to him, she's gonna say, let me tell you something, man, this dude's not perfect, but I tell you one thing, he makes me feel safe. He takes care of our family. I married a hero, hero of our family. I admired this guy. Marlene said something special. She said, one of the things about women to husbands and what men want is a woman that admires them. She says, I admire my husband. Think about how Gaetan sleeps at night. I admire my husband. And she says, I'm so proud of you, babe, on what you've done, who you've become. You know you want that. You know you watch the movie Gladiator and you see when he gets up and he says, Gladiator, I want to see your face. And he gets down, he takes that thing up. You know what scene I'm talking about. And he says, show your face. He doesn't show his face. He says, don't turn your back on me. You know what scene I'm talking about? Don't turn your back on me. And then he takes his mask and he turns around and he says, here's who I am. Father of a murdered dog. I mean, you watch that and then the scene at the end when he gets his redemption, tell me you didn't cry. Tell me you didn't get emotional. What are you crying for? You're crying for Russell Crowe acting? No, Russell Crowe's not the real Gladius. You're not crying for Russell Crowe. You're crying because for that two and a half hour watching that movie, you're in tears for an hour afterwards. You're like, I want that feeling, man. I just want that feeling. I want that feeling right there. I want to have that feeling with my family. I want redemption. I want everybody in school who said you'll never amount to anything. I want every one of them to know that guy was my classmate. I cannot believe who this girl is. What happened to my mom and dad? I cannot believe who these people are. You watch it and get emotional because of that scene. Nothing more, nothing less. So, either tonight when you're hearing this message, you're either gonna do something about it or you're not.
That was Patrick Bet David. His website is patrickbetdavid.com. You can watch this entire talk on YouTube. It is called There Are Levels to Respect. There was um, 10 minutes in front of this clip, and it was really, really good. So I highly recommend you watch the entire clip one more time. It is called There Are Levels to Respect. It is on YouTube. Hey, go to moneymindsetmadesimple.com. Get my new ebook. It is totally free called Money Mindset Made Simple. Follow me on Instagram and please leave a rating and or review on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. I really, really appreciate it. You're the best. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace. Peace.